I'll let you in on a little secret, and that is that you are human, and so am I. And because we are human, when we enter the pulpit, we bring our humanity with us. And sometimes we bring all that goes with that. And we have to struggle against some of our natural and even sinful tendencies that can follow us into the pulpit. And two of those we're going to talk about in today's episode. We're going to talk about pride and fear, two sides of a similar coin, and how when we preach out of pride or when we preach out of fear, we really, really mess up. But this is easy to do, so in this episode, we're going to talk about how to avoid preaching out of pride and fear and the better way. What is the better way to preach? All that is today on episode 73 of the Preaching Donkey Podcast. My name is Lane. It's so awesome to have you joining me today. If you're new here, be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. You can pick up my free 21-day guide to creating killer sermons. It's a three-week, three-step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling message that spurs people toward life change. So whether you've been preaching for a long time and you're looking for any resource you can just to kind of help refresh and continue growing, I'm all about that. Love to help people do that. Or if you've been preaching for just a short time and you're looking for literally anything you can find out there to help you navigate this daunting task of sermon creation, sermon writing, and sermon delivery, there's something in there for you. Either way, go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days, totally for free, my gift to you. Stop preaching out of pride and fear. This is an article that I originally posted over at Preaching Donkey back in November of 2014. As preachers, we must guard against pride. It's a trap that can destroy our effectiveness and our ministries. But we need confidence in order to boldly proclaim God's word. A tension exists between pride and confidence. Have you ever thought about this, that as Christians, let's set aside pastor, let's just put on our Christian hat, follower of Christ hat, right? Child of God hat. The, the word says that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So we don't want to be prideful, but we actually need confidence. We need confidence when we preach. We need confidence when we communicate. We need confidence when we lead. So there's a tension there because pride can sometimes look like, I mean, confidence can sometimes look like pride, and confidence can sometimes feel like pride, but we need one and we try to reject the other. It's very difficult, but we're going to dig into how to do that in this podcast. Most of us would say that being confident in our abilities is generally good, but being prideful in ourselves is detrimental. We know that scripture contains harsh warnings against pride. You can be a confident person without being prideful, but it also seems like a fine line. A closely related character trait to pride and confidence is fear. Fear is a huge inhibitor. Most of us bounce back and forth between pride and fear. Sometimes we're prideful of our accomplishments, looking for others to notice how awesome we are and validate us. And other times we're insecure in our abilities and fearful of what other people might think. And we like confidence because it seems like a good middle ground, but it's difficult to stay there as a way of life. So on one hand, you have pride over here where we puff our chest out and we say, look at how amazing I am, right? And on the other side, we have fear where we're insecure about who we are 
And sometimes those things are one in the same, right? Maybe we're a little bit insecure and fearful of our ability as preachers, as pastors, as leaders. That insecurity leads us to kind of mask the insecurity with pride or things that come across as prideful, but really it's just our lack of confidence that's leading us to appear prideful and it's based in fear. See the tension here? And if if you've ever experienced where you you have to deliver, you've got to preach, you've got to be there, you've got to lead, you've got to walk through a situation and you're fearful about it, there's one of two ways you can kind of walk through that. One way is to let the fear scare you away from the challenge that lies ahead of you. And that's not good, right? It's not good, especially if you are, if this is your job, this is what you do, this is what people expect of you, you can't just run away. So then sometimes that fear can be masked with pride. And that could be off-putting to people. And also people can kind of see through it. I preached my first sermon when I was 17. People praised me for my deep insights and how well I communicated them. Gosh, when you're 17 and people tell you that you're amazing and wow, at your age, it can really go to your head. But here's where it was even more insidious because those deep insights that people were praising me for were not mine. I had stolen the content from someone else. I talk about this in my book. I talk about this in my course. I wanted to be impressive and I didn't realize at the time that I was committing plagiarism. I have long since stopped using other people's ideas without crediting them. This is not something I do. I was 17. At the time, I was deeply insecure in my own abilities. Fear. I thought that if I actually wrote and delivered a sermon, people wouldn't like it. They wouldn't respond to it. They wouldn't think it was powerful. It wouldn't change their life. Can you relate? Can, can anybody out there relate? I didn't think it would be powerful. It was not my primary goal to be used by God to change lives by communicating his word. Rather, approval and validation were all I needed at that point. Isn't that something, right? Like, it, if I'm honest, now if I went back to my 17-year-old self, And I asked myself in that moment, if I said, what is your primary goal? I would have said, of course, it's to see God use me to change lives. But that is not what my actions showed. And deep down inside, there was such an insecurity and fear in me that what I really wanted, if I was being honest, was the approval, the praise, and the validation of the people who were listening to my sermon, fear, and also pride. I was too prideful to be exposed, too prideful to let people see all I could come up with at 17. So I plagiarized one of my favorite preacher's sermons and just preached it like it was mine. My motivation was fear. If I don't wow them, they'll overlook me. Fear looks different for different people. Some fears may lead you to avoid certain biblical topics because you're afraid of how people will respond. And, you know, let's be honest. These days, you may be fearful for more than how people respond. You may be fearful for all kinds of things that might happen to you, your church, your status. In my fear, I also struggled with pride. Look what I did. They loved it, right? But, you know, you know how insecure it feels 
to know that people love something that you did that wasn't even real, wasn't even yours, it wasn't your sermon, wasn't your ideas, but they loved it. What does that say to you? That actually says that they didn't really love you. They loved the, the guy who wrote that sermon. It's kind of like Millie Vanilli when they were exposed, right? Everybody loved them. And they were lip syncing. Both of these extremes left me feeling very insecure and not very confident. My fear led me to fake it, and my pride was based in someone else's work, which is a lonely place to be as a leader. Even so, we usually swing back and forth between on the pendulum of pride and fear. So my question is, do you find yourself preaching out of pride? Oh, I want to wow these people. I want them to be impressed with me. I want them to like me. Look what I did. They loved it. Is that you? Or is it fear where you say, Ah, oh, if I don't wow them, if I don't, if I don't have something insightful, if I don't have that person coming up to me saying, I've never heard it put that way, right? Then it's going to leave me feeling empty. Fear. I don't know what it is for you. Sometimes it can kind of swing back and forth, and sometimes it's both. It's just masked as one or the other. So how do we stop preaching out of pride and fear, or both, or either? Pride, fear, pride or fear, pride and fear. If pride and fear are two ends of the spectrum and confidence is somewhere in the middle, does that mean we should just be half prideful and half fearful? (laughs) Surely confidence is better than that. So if pride is over here and that's detrimental and fear is over here and that's detrimental and somewhere in the middle we just have confidence, are we supposed to be half prideful but not fully and half fearful but not fully? No, that's not the answer, right? That's not what we want. What we want is something entirely, decidedly different than just being half, being in the middle. Confidence is is way better than that. I saw Ed Young. Uh, He's a pastor in the Dallas area. He spoke on a topic, on a message. I spoke on this topic on a message to pastors. This was years and years ago. He talked about pride and fear, said most of us lean towards one or the other. But instead of confidence being the safe middle ground, he changed it to Godfidence. Godfidence is different than confidence right? So earlier I said that confidence is needed in a message. If I could amend that statement, knowing what we know now, it's not confidence that's needed in preaching. It's actually Godfidence. Confidence relies on self, right? I still have to make sure that I am confident in what I am trying to do, but Godfidence suggests that my task is from God. My abilities are from God, my gifts are from God. If I am Godfident, then I have a keen understanding of what God has called me to do. I understand it is not about whether I'm fearful. It's not whether I'm prideful or confident. It's not about me at all. It's about the task that God has given me. If God has called me, then he has equipped me. Godfidence seeks to give God all the glory. The Godfident person is not fearful of what others think or prideful of their accomplishments. They're totally bought into the glory of God in all things, including preaching. This is a very liberating place to be. If you can get there by God's grace, by God's power, if you can get to the point where you are Godfident in his ability to work through you, you do not care about people Finding what you did amazing, you're, you're really not impressed with the comments. They don't wow you like they once did. What you are into is the glory of God in all things, and that means when you preach, if God is glorified, you are happy. I work hard to be as effective as a communicator as possible. I work hard to provide resources 
books, courses, this podcast, everything we do at Preaching Donkey is about how to equip you to be as effective of a communicator as possible because you have the most important message in the world, the gospel. So I want to make sure that it's getting across. I want to make sure that you have everything you need to be the best that God made you to be. But I know for sure one one thing, God changes lives, not me. God changes lives, not you. Not my messages, not your messages. It is God's word that transforms minds. Not my words, not your words. It's God's spirit that moves hearts. Not my ability to persuade, not your ability to persuade. Understanding that truth is Godfidence. It's not pride because I'm not standing on a rooftop going, look at my abilities. It's not fear because I'm not like, woe is me. What are you going to think about me? It's neither. I'm not concerned with either. I want to do the best I can to communicate as clearly as I can because it is God who changes lives. It's his word that transforms minds and it's his spirit that moves and change changes hearts. It's not my ability to persuade. This is why confidence is so exciting. Think about it. This is so liberating. I want to be confident, not prideful in my abilities, not fearful of what others might say or do, but confident in him. This is a form of repentance. It's a changing of mind. Most of my writing focuses on helping preachers communicate better by removing barriers to effective communication. A lot of these barriers can also be worked on and improved by tweaking approach and technique. And we talk about that a lot on Preaching Donkey, right? How do you remove barriers to effective communication? What are the distractions that keep people from listening? What are the things that you're doing that may be working against your ability to communicate? I love that stuff. But pride and fear are matters of the heart that no amount of coaching can overcome. You have to let Christ reign, R-E-I-G-N, reign, rule in your mind every time you preach. This is why when I'm about to preach every time, I take a moment during that last song and I just pray a simple prayer. God, use me. God, speak through me. God, help me do the work that you would have me do today. And I, I try to leave it at that, being confident in him, being confident in him. So the next time you preach, try praying this prayer before you get up to speak. Give me a holy confidence in you today. Give me boldness and confidence, in my, not in myself but in you. Here's my question. Do you lean towards pride or fear? I'd love to hear from you in the comments if you're watching here on YouTube. Is it pride or fear for you? What do you lean towards? And what would confidence look like in your life and in your preaching? I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days if you haven't yet. What are you doing? Go there. Pick up the, the guide. It's great. It is the 21-day the guide to creating killer sermons. Your sermons that are not going to be preached from a place of pride, and they're not going to be preached from a place of fear. They're going to be preached from a Godfident place. This guide will help you. It will, it will, it will, <laughs> I can't even talk. It will equip you with that. I can't wait for you to check it out. I love you. I appreciate your ministry. The work that you do matters. Remember, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you, and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast.